Hi guys, welcome back to Giant Thought, the world's first OKR podcast in partnership with Kawan, the dedicated OKR platform. And today I'm with Roger for another episode of our OKR toolkit. And today we're talking all about why it's important to track confidence and progress when it comes to OKRs. And I know everyone knows who you are, Roger, but we may have someone new listening to us today. So please, for anyone that's joined us and as a new listener, just give us a brief introduction. <laughs> yeah, sure thing, Jen. Uh, so my name's Roger, or, or Roger to my friends, and, and I'm uh, the founder of There Be Giants. I set up the business about 10 years ago. We started focusing on OKRs specifically about six years ago. We've done hundreds of implementations. We now run the OKR Coach Academy, which trains and qualifies OKR coaches all around the world. And uh, yeah, super excited to be doing another uh, toolkit podcast with you. Great. Thank you. So let's dive in, I guess. Um, So I mentioned that we're going to be talking about tracking confidence and progress, and we know OKRs are objectives and key results. So where does confidence come into it? Well, confidence is is often overlooked because it's kind of a new dimension that's come in uh, as part of OKR practice when you compare it to, to how um, you know other management by objective approaches have kind of uh, approached you know how they've used objectives over the you know decades gone by and bringing in this, in this added dimension of of rating a uh, a key result or or indeed a whole OKR uh, uh, for confidence brings a, a really, really valuable piece of data to the into the conversation. As it's one thing, you know, having uh, uh, progress data, and that looks back at where you've come from and says, this is how far we've gone. But actually, what the other side of, 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 of the coin is, and how how far have we got to go and how confident are we given that okrs are very time boxed into into very clear periods how confident are we that we're going to achieve it by the end of uh, th- the period so uh, having that confidence data is 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 super valuable super valuable so when we talk about confidence would it be correct in saying that they allow you to maybe plan further and allocate resources to okrs yeah, well, here's the great thing, you see, because if you've got good confidence data uh, for your OKRs, it really helps the organisation become more agile, actually, mm. because it helps with that advanced planning, that forward planning. So when you're at the stage of having to prepare for the next cycle, for the next quarter, if you've got good confidence data, that means that you can confidently start to plan ahead of the finish of the current quarter because you've got a good view. You've got good data that you can rely on to predict where you should finish. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that that would be necessarily 100% correct because we're not talking about something that is, you know, an absolute foolproof science here. But if you have, uh, you know, if, if, if people feel uh, comfortable enough, safe enough to be honest in their ratings, uh, and you know that the data in the system is 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 pretty fairly, you know, uh, reliable. Then that's a really important um, source of information. Like I say, for for helping base your advanced planning on. And would you just to kind of pick up on that? Would you so say if someone put a confidence rating, a low confidence rating, for example, would you kind of use that as a way of maybe bringing more people onto that to help them or supporting them in that way? 
Quite possibly, but mm. I mean, obviously, I wouldn't take that judgment until I'd had a discussion with them around it and mm-hmm. wanted to understand what their, you know, what the red flag was for, what the low confidence rating was for. Um, it could be something within our control. It could be something that a third party is doing that mm-hmm. is, is, is it, that we might be able to influence or actually might be outside our control completely. Mm-hmm. So you can't just make an instant judgment that it is all about resource, but often resource could be the answer. Yeah. Uh, and, and the great thing is that, um, Within the period itself, within with it, you know, within a quarter, for instance, if you if you're tracking at a local level the uh, the confidence ratings, that actually uh, helps to uh, nip things in the bud, if you will, catch things early before yeah. they become an issue. You know, because if you wait until the end of the end of the period and you know you haven't made the progress that you want to make, it's too late. Then it's too late. You've burnt through your, your quarter and yeah, uh, you've got to you've got to either write it off or let it let it spill over into the next quarter. But with the confidence ratings, you know, you're always keeping an eye on. Right, okay, this is where we are, but where do we expect to be by the end of the quarter, and is that where we want to be by the end of the quarter? Cohen is a purpose-built solution for managing your OKRs. Helps your team achieve their objectives and key results. Helps them get aligned, and it helps them stay engaged. Shared spreadsheets simply don't scale when you're using OKRs properly and you're not going to have a maximum impact with them. But with Coant, you can scale your OKRs right across your entire company, keeping your team super motivated and moving everybody in the right direction. Roger, what's one of your favourite features about Coant? So the thing that I really love about Coant and have done ever since I first saw it was how it really puts the conversation around OKRs at the heart of the system and it really helps stimulate that which obviously brings really good collaboration you know they've got this uh, reflections feature which uh, helps uh, individuals really prepare for the uh, the team conversation which is going to come up where the collaboration is going to take place so that would definitely be the thing for me which is the the killer feature of the system so we've kind of explained the benefits of having the confidence rating in there and kind of monitoring progress. So can you offer any top tips when it comes to kind of how often confidence ratings and progress should be discussed? Yeah, I mean, this is to do with the cadence of, of discussion and, and another uh, thing which OKRs very much have, you know, stand stand uh, apart from other, you know, MBO approaches of years gone by is the frequency of the conversation around them. And I think we've done one of these podcasts, toolkit podcasts on, on cadence. So if you've listened to that, then you'll know how, how passionate I am about how important uh, regular discussion is. And it's, you know, one of the things that should be discussed at those uh, regular check-ins are, are confidence ratings. And if, if people are in the habit of, you know, key result contributors and objective leads are in the habit of uh, preparing for their check-ins by doing very quick, short, fast updates onto the system uh, to say this is the rating and, and just writing a you know a brief sentence as to why that why they give it that rating, then that means when they all get together they can have a really focused discussion and they can it, 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 again another but another benefit of of really good. Uh, um, confidence data is that when you're in that discussion 
um, you know you can you can uh, manage it by exception. You can manage that that conversation by exception. So you can focus in on the things that look like they need attention, and the things that are green, because you if you have trust in the data, you know you can maybe you don't have to give so much time, if any at all, other than to say everything on track. Right, fine, let's move on. Yeah. So it actually you know, the data in that respect can help you, you know, keep those check in conversations um as focused and as as brief as possible because i know a very very common challenge we get uh, uh around um okrs is oh crikey it looks like a lot of time mm. it looks like a lot of time well it, it, it needn't be it needn't be is the answer to that i just want to pick up on something you just said that um you mentioned a system um yeah and for anyone kind of new that's listening to this toolbox or kind of just dropping into this episode for the first time, can you elaborate on that a little bit when you mean what you mean by saying assistance? Yeah. I mean, if you're running OKRs within just one team, you can get by with running them on Google Sheets or or whatever. But as soon as there becomes more than one team and multiple layers in the organization and wider visibility, wider transparency becomes important, then running them on a spreadsheet. Um, becomes really problematic. Mm. Uh, and this is where a purpose-designed uh, OKR system, like Coan, for instance, <laughs> um, is really worth its weight in gold because there's, there's, there's loads of them out there and they're all designed to be super easy to use, super easy to you know, access the data and, and run reports from and so on and so forth. That... Um, really, they kind of just blend into the background. Mm. You know, a system that's clunky and is difficult to use is one that then becomes a barrier to to the whole process being adopted and the whole process working. And that's why I think a really simple, slick system is one that almost, like I say, blends into the background and it's just, oh, it's just how we do it around here. Um, and it almost becomes invisible. And so, sorry, just to jump in, I suppose, yeah. just to, um, and I suppose, like you say, an easy to use system that you can see those confidence ratings kind of instantly as yeah. you want to. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because if people, if all the contributors and leads are preparing for their, uh, their check-in by updating their, their confidence and progress ratings, then when they get into the check-in, they just have to bring up the system and they run it from the system. So nobody's having to prepare, you know, additional reporting, additional slide packs mm. or whatever. It's all there and it's live. Mm. So, Yeah. Great. Um, thanks for explaining that for us. Um, in terms of evidence for a confidence rating, um, how important is it to understand the reasoning behind a confidence rating? Um, yeah, I think it is important to have something of a narrative behind it. And I'm not saying you should write paragraphs and paragraphs. Most of the systems that I've encountered, if you put a rating in, they usually only allow you to save that rating if you just put a few words in, mm. just one sentence, just to, just to kind of explain why you've given it that rating. Um, and I think that that's I think that's fair. I think that's fair. And if it, if it's had multiple changes in a period, usually there's there's a see you know there's a, a log of what of of what uh, updates have been uh, been made to it, so you can have a look back through the history and see how it's progressed and uh, and so on. So you can build up a, a longer narrative just than, from that instead of just having that one snapshot. Um, so yeah, I think it's important. I think it's important. And I think going back to something we mentioned earlier about potentially, so say if you had a lower confidence rating and you think you potentially need more resource there to help, 
it might be that it's not that you need more resource that it might be the narrative explains that there's been something outside of your control that explains that confidence rating so i think that evidence just gives you that bit of kind of yeah. backing around what you've put really that's right and and also you know with the you know with the massive amount of remote teams that we have working now it, it it's it's another way of communicating it's mm. another way of being transparent and uh, you know you want the rest of the team to understand why your rating is 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 this rather than that so yeah there you go you just all it takes is just one sentence mm. it doesn't take war and peace yeah um so if someone, one of our listeners is listening to this today and they're thinking, they've listened to the toolbox and thinking, right, I want to I want to introduce OKRs. Yeah. And now they've listened to this episode and they're thinking, okay, tracking confidence sounds like obviously something that we need to be doing. So what elements or kind of environment does the organization need to have in place to ensure that team members, I guess, will be honest when they share their thoughts and opinions when it comes to confidence ratings? Yeah, well, here's the pinch. <laughs> you see, because for accurate confidence data, you have to have a an environment in which people feel safe enough mm-hmm. to be honest about how confident they're feeling. Because let's face it, I think we probably all worked in an organisation at some point where if you um, if 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 you don't feel safe enough, you won't you'll hold back. I'm not saying you'd be dishonest, but you just might not speak up, mm-hmm. or you might say what you think those maybe at a higher level want to hear and that might not necessarily be a reflection of the 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 actual picture or the actual uh, uh position and the problem is that you know the data starts to become less and less valuable and eventually you end up with one too many times where you've reached the end of a uh, a period a quarter and um uh, you know, after everything being green for the whole quarter, you've missed, hmm. which in theory, you know, should never happen. And uh, and yeah, so it's uh, it, it's really important to have that light level of psychological safety. Uh, it, it's really important to have that. Um, and, you know, that's not something you could just um, wave a magic wand and have, you know, overnight. That's something that needs working at. Uh, it's it, 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 it requires a degree of respect mm-hmm. from management that they understand that you know everyone's view is valuable that others may have a perspective that they might not and so therefore they're prepared to listen and that they give and that people feel like they've got the permission yeah the mm-hmm. permission to speak up um, and and that they feel uh, in- included and that starts you know the way we approach OKRs that starts from the way that they're set up mm. because we follow a very uh, uh, sort of blended approach in terms of how you set up OKRs in terms of the direction you know I, I, my pet ha- one of my pet hates is the term cascade because that just mm. in- it implies that it starts at the top and it just flows down the organization, which to me implies that people get told what to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or get handed their OKRs. Whereas we follow a, uh, a process where we, we, uh, we, we uh, uh, support the leadership in developing their level one, 
you know, organizational level OKRs, and then allow the the rest of the organization or certainly specific people within the rest of the organization to then suggest how they mm-hmm. should be achieved. And then you build the OKRs around those and so on. So it, it allows for a degree of top down in terms of direction and you know, these are the, the these are the parameters, the perimeters, and this is the perimeter in which we want you to play. But actually, you guys are all the expert strikers and defenders and wingers and all that stuff. And you you the ones that should get on the pitch and play the game, you know, because you're the ones that are going to score the goals at the end of the day, not us. Yeah. So and and we want to know how you plan to do that. Yeah, we want to know what your ideas are. And as soon as as soon as people feel included. They then feel uh, it, it, it. Then it, then the next stage after that is they start to feel like they can start to contribute, and that's when innovation happens because people start to, uh, if they feel uh, safe enough to voice ideas around how, uh, maybe what OKRs could be focused on. Um, that's when you start. You know, innovation doesn't have to be you know Elon Musk at Tesla coming up with the next electric car or the next rocket that's going to take us to, to Mars. Mm. Yeah, sure, that's innovation, but that's very, very top top of the, the pyramid innovation that very few people ever actually, you know, achieve. But everyday innovation is just ideas. It's as simple as that. Mm. Yeah. And so, God, I've gone off on a bit of a tangent yeah. now, haven't I? But then this is the point about psychological safety and just how important it is. And it's not rocket science. It's just things like... Um, you know, listening properly, uh, acknowledging and thanking people, uh, offering help, uh, you know, uh, brainstorming and being open to ideas instead of saying, yeah, okay, let's brainstorm and then just shooting every single Mm -hmm. idea down, you know, um, uh, being clear about what's, what's expected, acknowledging that gaps might exist and that we might need to close them. This is, you know, a lot of it's to do with leadership. A lot of it is to do with the tone that leadership set and how leadership behave themselves. Um, so yeah, this is kind of bloomed into quite a big <laughs> discussion, but you know, it, I guess, I guess let's just draw it back to the point around confidence in OKR ratings. If you don't have the psychological safety, then you won't have the same quality in your confidence ratings. That's the bottom line. That's think, the bottom line. I think it's really interesting. And I know something that probably our listeners have heard us talk about a lot before when we say I talk about it's like setting OKRs about that stretch. And I think psychological safety is kind of through absolutely everything with with OKRs because ultimately if they're not safe, they're not going to stretch to mm-hmm. kind of reach for the stars. So then they're not going to have that kind of OKR to work with them yeah. for a confidence rating too. So it's right. like you say, it comes to absolutely everything. So I find that really interesting. Yeah. Um, so we've kind of really gone through kind of confidence rating today and obviously why it's so important to track progress and giving some top tips, but I kind of just any final thoughts or top tips when it comes to tracking confidence levels? Um, maybe don't expect, depending on, you know, well, depending on psychological safety and also depending on how used to people are talking about confidence because it's not, up until probably people are talking, you know, discussing OKRs on a regular basis, it might not be a regular question or even mm-hmm. a safe question that people feel like they can answer. Mm-hmm. So maybe don't expect the data to be 100% uh, spot on from day one. 
uh, you know, maybe I would say probably about, you know, into your second or into your third quarter. And I would be expecting, definitely by your third quarter, I'd be expecting far more reliable um, uh, confidence data by that point. So don't expect perfection from day one is what I'm saying. And I think um, as a team member, they're potentially looking at what the reaction is that they get to put in maybe a lower net confidence rating before they kind of feel completely confident. So I think there's a lot of that going on as well with maybe the first kind of cycle, the second cycle. So I think, like we always say, kind of that test, learn, adapt kind of with everything when it comes to OKRs. I think that's really useful. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you for joining me for today's episode about tracking confidence levels. Um, This is episode 10 of our toolbox now. Feel free to, as our listeners know, to jump onto any other episode. If you've got any comments about the episode, reach out to us on social media or drop us a note to gross at verbygiants.com. Next time in the toolbox, we'll be talking about reflections, a high performance habit. So we'll see you then for another episode of Giant Talk.